Good morning. It's Thursday, August 15th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily, dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined this and every weekday by 24-7 Sports College Sports Editor, the Trey Scott. Trey, how's it going? Hey, I like what you're doing there, and I see where you're going with it. (laughs) The Ohio State University has filed a trademark on the word the. That's right, T-H-E, you know, the adjective that you use dozens, if not hundreds of times every day to describe nouns such as the coffee, the baby, the car, and the dog. So what is Ohio State doing here? Well, if you're a person with a healthy brain who doesn't use Twitter, then you might not know that Buckeye fans really like to make a show of calling their school the. Ohio State University. I have never understood this. There are not multiple Ohio State universities jockeying to be recognized as the Ohio State University, with runners-up being relegated to merely, I guess, an Ohio State University. There are other public universities in Ohio, sure, but none of them are even in Power 5 conferences, so it has always felt to me like a really weird thing to pound your chest about. But just because I don't understand something doesn't mean it's wrong. So I called up Dave Biddle of Bucknuts.com and the Morning 5 podcast to get some backstory here. It's definitely changed over the years. Like, it started off with, first of all, that's the name of the university. I'm sure everybody knows that by now. It's the Ohio State University. And it started off kind of as a fun thing. Um, some of the guys in the 90s that ended up being NFL stars at Ohio State or NFL stars after leaving Ohio State, Eddie George, those guys, when they would be introduced on Monday Night Football. And Sunday Night Football would say the Ohio State University. And that's how it started, and it kind of was a cool thing. I will say this. The more it, it's, it's grown and it's turned into people just saying things like the Ohio State, and not even the university. Most Ohio State fans don't like that. Um, I think that's a misconception. I'm, cer- I'm certain, like across the nation, everybody thinks Ohio State fans love that. Most do not. Most think it's like gotten too far, and um, you know, it's still kind of funny. But it, it's, I think, most Ohio State fans realize it can be a little obnoxious, and by a little, I mean a, a lot. So. As to the actual trademark application itself, Ohio State is obviously not trying to trademark a word, fun as it is to make those jokes. They're trying to trademark the use of the word the on stuff they can sell, hats, shirts, beer koozies, and all the rest. Trademark attorney Josh Gerben is not optimistic that Ohio State will have success in their application, at least in the form that they have currently submitted it. Now, my prediction here is that this application has issues out of the gate. In order for a trademark to be registered for a brand of clothing, the trademark must be used in a trademark fashion. In other words, it has to be used on tagging or labeling for the products. In this case, just putting the word the on the front of a hat or on the front of a shirt is not sufficient trademark use. So the Ohio State University is likely to receive an initial refusal of the application. Now they're going to have a chance to fix this and get it right, but it's a little surprising that the university would not have been a little bit more sophisticated in the specimens that they submitted with their application here. It's sort of trademarks 101. All right, so rival schools have taken advantage of the opportunity to pile it on here, uh, with Michigan putting out a graphic and emphasizing the of in the University of Michigan and Maryland putting a little trademark logo next to the the in Fear the Turtle. Can't wait to see what happens there. Good stuff. That's pretty interesting. I have bad news for Florida and Miami with their season opener just nine days away. Um, I'm going to start with the Gators. Connor, it feels like the amount of bad Florida Gators news we've had to share on this podcast in a little over two months is sort of unreal. 
But right now, we're tracking an update that could have the biggest impact yet on their 2019 hopes. Starting right tackle Gene DeLance was injured in practice recently and was spotted afterward on crutches. Our Swamp 24-7 guys are looking into the severity of it, but Florida's offensive line was already its top question mark. And as far as top 10-ish teams go, I think it's perhaps the biggest fatal flaw of anybody. And if DeLance is out, there's really no good solution for a quick fix. Again, season openers nine days away. Down in South Florida, this is really bizarre. Projected starting Miami safety, Derek Smith announced on Twitter that he's leaving the team and entering the transfer portal for no apparent reason. Again, he was projected to start for the Hurricanes. You would think maybe this is where prize transfer edition Bubba Bolden by way of USC enters the fray, but he's only been on campus for two weeks. Yeah, uh, Florida and Miami with the clash to open up the season coming up in the camping world kickoff. ESPN's College Game Day will be there. Uh, However, it will not be the College Game Day environment fans are used to. The ESPN crew will broadcast live from inside Disney's Magic Kingdom Park, which will prohibit fans from bringing signs inside the venue due to park rules. Obviously, College Game Day signs in the background, such a staple of, uh, of the DNA of that program. Probably not a huge deal for a neutral site game, I guess, but definitely a different vibe to start off a college football Saturday than what we've become accustomed to. It's definitely lame, but usually we wouldn't even have college game day on August 24th, so I'm True. not going like, to like be that upset about it, but it is going to be weird to watch. Uh, one last thing to add to the Florida-Miami deal. Yes, they're obviously playing in Orlando in a few days, but this is cool. The two are working on a home-and-home series that could be announced soon, uh, the Orlando Sentinel reports. We're going to go into a quick break with an answer to this trivia question on the other side. How many FBS football schools, all 130 of them, don't have university in their name? We'll be right back. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We're back, and the answer to the question of how many FBS schools don't have university in their name is four. Air Force, Army, Boston College, and Navy. That one comes from Hero Sports. And guys, if you're interested in submitting a trivia question for us, uh, hit us with it in a review on Apple Podcasts. Vanderbilt and FSU announced on Wednesday that they'll be making alcohol available for purchase during football games this fall. Some eyebrows were raised at FSU's news release, which specified that in-stadium points of sale will require that all alcoholic beverages be consumed within a designated area adjacent to the concession stand. You can squint and see the rationale here. We're, te- we're talking about an 80,000-seat stadium with people jumping around and cheering, and many of those people under the legal age for alcohol consumption. Definitely some safety and liability issues to be mindful of, but 
On the other hand, I think it's a legitimate question to raise. Does buying overpriced alcohol and having to chug it before going back to your seat or risk missing critical game action really do anything to solve the root issue that alcohol sales were originally introduced to address, which is, of course, improving the game day experience? I think that's pretty stupid. I think you're going to eventually see people chugging two beers there. Just get one, chug it, get another one, chug it, go back to the game. I don't like that at all. Uh, Tennessee is holding cornerback Balin Buchanan out of practices due to what head coach Jeremy Pruitt called a narrowing of the spine. And there's a possibility that the senior doesn't play for the Vols at all this season. He started all 12 games for Tennessee last fall at nickel cornerback. I think Tennessee's secondary should still be a strength, though, with rising sophomore corners Bryce Thompson and Alante Taylor and safety Nigel Warrior. Going to stay in the SEC with another injury update. LSU fears freshman offensive lineman Cardell Thomas suffered a serious injury during Wednesday's practice. A top 100 recruit in 2019, Thomas was battling for a starting gig at both guards, both guard spots, in part because the Tigers have been gutted along the interior line during camp as Chasen Hines and Damian Lewis have been missing time. But in better news, Joe Burrow's back, Grant Delpit's back. The Tigers are getting a little bit healthier. That's going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend to check us out. If you're really dedicated to the cause, tell an enemy to check us out. For Trey Scott, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on Friday for the next edition of the College Football Daily.